and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and tonight I'm joined by my good friends, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and the one, the only, Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. Boys, we are here to review and discuss episode number four of the amazing animated series on Disney+, Plus. What If?, before we get into that, how y'all doing tonight? Yeah, doing great, man. I feel like it's been a while since we've all been in the same room. Uh, you can uh, thank me for moving and getting sick. So yes. yeah, uh, but you've, we're here. You've had a lot going on lately. It's been a busy. We almost weeks, re- we almost replaced you. I think I told yeah. you that, but yeah, I mean, I think probably the, should have. You probably yeah, you probably should have. Uh, unfortunately, we gave Justin a vote in that, and he voted no <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> I guess I all maintain right, next my time, voting. Next status. time, we will not yeah. give him a vote. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, but yeah, I'm excited to talk about episode four here. This was a wild one. Oh man, this was crazy. This was crazy. Um, this, I mean, I knew, I knew coming into uh, the series that there was going to be like a Doctor Strange versus Doctor Strange battle in one yeah. of the episodes, but this, this was, this exceeded yeah. my expectations. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. I would, no matter like whatever it pictured in my head, it definitely played out like better and more amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So, spoiler warning for episode number four, which is titled, uh, What If Dr. Strange Lost His Heart Instead of His Hands? Instead yep. of His Hands. Yes, there you go. Right. There he is. Yep. Um, yep. Just making sure that was the title. Keep, keep in par with the question on that. Uh, <laughs> what, what if? if. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, again, spoiler warning. If you haven't seen it, we encourage you to pause this podcast, go watch it, and come back. It was sick. Uh, boys, first thoughts of episode four. Man, so this just continued the dark theme that episode yeah. three set with, <laughs> like, it was very dark, very twisted, and a little disturbing, too, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was really, it was, it was really cool, it was really awesome. Uh, I, I have to admit, I'm a bit of a sucker for, like, the masochistic nature of certain series, and I'm always kind of thinking of, of like, any this, different endings for TV shows and things like that, and they always end up with a sadder ending. In the original ending, so like I'm loving that these these episodes are they're kind of just ending on the sad note. Like you you don't see that in TV a whole lot. Like it's usually you know even in something like let's say Infinity War. Yes, that was a like a gut wrenching ending, but you always knew Endgame was gonna do something to rectify that in some some warmer fashion, even though in the moment it was, you know, it was terrible. But like these are just like, yeah, this is just what happened. You know, like there there isn't anything extra on top to be like, oh yeah, and then Doctor Strange came back and was able to save the world, you know? None of that. Yeah, there wasn't that happy conclusion yeah. that uh, Marvel is known for. Like, they're, yeah. they're literally all their live action movies are known for that. Yeah. Minus, minus Infinity War. But we knew about Endgame. So, yeah, yeah great point there. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was really depressing of an ending. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, Sorcerer Supreme, Supreme Supreme, Doctor Strange. Yeah. What, what do you call him? Supreme Strange? I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Yeah. Supreme Strange. Sounds like a like a pizza. <laughs> um, but, he, dude, he's just left alone in this yeah. little tiny pocket universe. Literally. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, everything's like kind of fading away on It him. was eerie. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. It was, yeah, it was definitely one of those moments where it was like, you know, the entire... He, he finally got shown the error in his ways. And, like, at that moment, normally in a TV series, you're like, okay, he's getting shown the error of his ways, and now he's going to have a chance There's to... a chance for redemption. Yeah. Redemption. Turn around. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, he just kept on getting tighter and tighter, and he kept on being so remorseful. And he was so, 
like just crying out. Yeah. And you were like, is this going to be the moment that the watcher interferes. actually interferes? Yep. Yep. Um, because you got a glimpse earlier in the episode, you were like, did he just inter- like he, he interfered? Like yeah. he he yeah. literally interfered what earlier. What did he in say? He said, "Should I warn him?" Or should-? he like yeah. said he was he was like having yeah. an inner dialogue. Well, well, just the fact that in my mind it was just the fact that Doctor Strange noticed that he existed that was interfering. Yeah, yeah. like like the Watcher is not supposed to be seen watched yeah. himself or seen <laughs> himself. Like just the, the fact that Doctor Strange was able to perceive him. Was interfering with with the course of time, yeah. In my mind, and I think I think hopefully that plays out in like Doctor Strange, Multiverse yeah. of Madness, where maybe we do get a little bit of Jeffrey Wright action uh, as the Watcher, and yeah. because Benedict Cumberbatch can kind of sense him or feel him, or or while he's like uh, opening opening up different universes mm-hmm. or trying to restore it, he you see the Watcher just like, what are you doing? Like I'm watching yeah. you. Like you need to stop that kind yeah. of thing. I don't know. So I know in one sense I'm probably getting ahead of myself, but after watching this episode, I was like, like, what if, I mean, we've been wondering who's the villain in Multiverse of Madness. What if it's literally just Doctor Strange? Like, just like this, another version. <laughs> oh, yeah, another version yeah. of him. You know, or, or maybe there's multiple versions. There's multiple multiversal threats, you know? And, yeah. And somehow the, the Supreme Strange gets left, at, or, you know, let out of his little pocket universe. Yeah. And, um, I, I think about, uh, what is it? Um, the Spider Verse movie. Remember in Kingpin, he's like going to find his uh, another Vanessa. Yeah, and his son. What's his son's name? I don't remember. I, don't I think remember. Tony. I think, but I don't. I don't think know. I'm Tony. just throwing names out there. Charlie. Let's just say it's Charlie. <laughs> it's definitely not Charlie, but um, it might be Charlie. Anyways, so he uh, <laughs> like he he he's trying to get another um, another version of his family. of his family. Yeah. And so, what if like this Supreme Strange does that? Yeah, I mean, hey, I can see the only worthy villain for Benedict Cumberbatch is yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. So, <laughs> or maybe it's something along those points of he's closed off in this universe, and he comes to the realization the only way he can grab enough power to actually pull her back is to be part of the multiverse expanding so that there is more power for him to grab. Mm. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was freaky how he was just absorbing yes. all these creatures and monsters and demons and dragons yeah. and ghosts I, and gnomes. And I love how he started off, like, you, you, these beings, right? Yeah. These creatures. Yeah. Because it says you need to absorb beings' energies. And he didn't go right to, oh. Yeah, absorption. Gonna, yeah. He's like, I, I didn't, he didn't go straight to, like, other humans or, or, or bad guys yeah. or anything like that. He went to, like, these creatures first. Yeah. And so, he's, so he was kind of testing the waters there. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna. First, he tried to absorb the big giant tentacle thing, and he's like, no, that ended up uh, hurting him. And yep. then he started small and got bigger. And so, obviously, you can see it got, it got to him. Yeah, it started to feed on onto his uh, consciousness a little bit because he he started to turn real quick. Oh but gosh. I feel like his intentions to start off with were pure. Uh, and it just quickly, quickly got uh, very jaded. Well, it reminded me like of the path of I, I don't know, this sound weird, but the path of like a serial killer. Um, in the sense that when a serial killer is usually their background have, uh, like have a background in killing animals or something else first, and then they kind of move on to bigger things and then they eventually move on to humans. And so that's usually how they start out. They start out small and then they move up. So it's kind of how it felt with him when he was going there. And I felt like it was such, um, one of the, one of the best moments was, when he finally got enough power to actually start pulling her back, and he was unrecognizable. 
Oh, like, yeah. I loved that when he was able to pull her out, and then she was like, she screamed because he had changed physically so much to his outer appearance had changed so much to the what his it, to show like the change in his inner self as well. Yeah, she was horrified, man. Yes, scared so, for her life. So I lo- I love that you know how they made it real quick where you instantly knew like from her point of view how she felt. Yeah, man. And uh I also wanted to point out like when when the ancient one uh first separates them, but we don't realize yeah. that they've been separated first. Let's talk about that for a second. Okay, yeah. Um so like uh he he tries to go back in time, right? Doctor Strange and uh she kind of inter- comes in and like inter- intervenes and she's like you need to, can't use your powers like that. Like you got to be smarter. You're the sorcerer supreme. You can't think like that. And then all of a sudden, like she like hits him in the chest, and then he dives over to the dark side or whatever, yeah. right? And we don't we see that timeline play out where he's absorbing, like we just talked about absorbing souls. But it turns out like she put him in like a pocket dimension in the same timeline, which I know this is probably making T Roll's head spin. No, I'm here. I know you're here. You're with me. I'm good. With you. And then like the good Doctor Strange stays in the same exact universe but on a different yeah. different dimension and he's just not a whole. He's not complete. So yeah. I thought that was really cool the way that the ancient one, still being all wise and, and knowing, was still able to do that because she knew that the only person who could stop him once he reaches his full thing yeah. would be himself. And then that ended up be turning yeah, she <laughs> south was wrong. quick too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean he <laughs> The Supreme Strange eventually, eventually knocked off uh, all of those like spell enchantments that were on his face that were protecting him. Yeah, yeah, you know, and eventually absorbed absorbed him too. And that's when he did the whole, you know, bring yeah. Christine back to life. Yeah, and uh, broke the absolute point. The, oof. Yeah, and everything started fading away immediately after that. That yeah. was crazy. And it was the, already fading, but it was quickly fading. Yeah, then, yeah. yeah, then that's when it started shrinking and dissolving into nothingness. So uh, that was that was pretty wild, yeah. man. And just in general, it was a really cool way, just the splitting of him was a really cool way of showing also like the the path of loss as well in the sense of like how he felt about the loss of Christine and how he wasn't whole the entire time after she, she had died. It was, you know, on top of the whole showing, you know, like literally he wasn't, but it was like he, his literal being was split because the love of his life was half of him was gone essentially because Christine was gone. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a great point, but, uh, I, I know like in the actual, the live action movie, right? Like when he messes his hands up, right? Yeah. Uh, he is so infatuated with his hands that like he pushes her away anyway. So like in the actual timeline, he did lose his heart and he, his hands. So like this is not what if he lost his heart instead of the hand? Like literally, like because he's already he he lost both with that one because he pushed her away so far uh, because he was on a mad hunt for fixing his hands to become a surgeon again. That uh, but I think he was able to bring her back into the fold. Like I think that was the large part is like once he got the powers. Yes, once he yeah. gets the powers and once he <laughs> was able to center himself. I felt like I felt like he never really felt like he lost her until after he got his powers in the live action movie because he was so infatuated with what he was doing. So he never really got to even though he had lost her, he he didn't realize that he had lost her, I don't think, until after he got in his powers. I mean, I always think it's interesting that in in what if the characters it it's not just subtle differences. I mean, even looking at the way he treated her at the very very beginning of this episode and how he 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 didn't seem like his cocky, arrogant 
abrasive, rude self. Like, he seemed, like, totally different in this one yeah. at the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he did. Because, um, I mean, he was picking her up for the ball. Like, whereas in, like, the live-action one, he probably would have just, like, blown her off or, mm. I don't know. Or just yeah. used her. Yeah, he's like, like uh, here, here, take an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so he just seemed totally different. Um, yeah. yeah. How about this absolute point thing, though, man? I mean, that that's like some new language for the MCU and for timelines the, and... No, Doctor Who. <laughs> this is Doctor Who right there. No, I said that, for the MCU, though. Yeah. I know, yeah. I said it's new for the Doctor Who, but not for timelines in general. Like, that is a very Doctor Whovian yeah. thing to do. Yeah, no, no, that's definitely, it's done in Doctor Who for sure, but uh, it's being introduced now into in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And, uh, I mean, any time discussion... Absolute points or points that are unable to be changed, uh, they come up a lot, and, and it's a big debate on, like, could you truly save somebody? And we saw the multiple renditions of him trying to save Christine in this. Some, no matter what he did, uh, there, she ended up dying a different way. Yeah, he even yeah. left. He didn't even show up. Yeah, he didn't even show her up. up, and then he hears on the news that she dies. Yeah, yeah exactly. That, 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 was a, that was a crazy scene. Like, the, the montage of... Different ways that she died because of the things that were that was crushing. Like watching it, and you, you're just nerve wrackingly trying to figure out how how can I tweak this? How can I have her live? Even if it even to a point to where it comes down to the point to where he was willing to give up his own life when they switch spots in the in this car because he's like, well, if we're driving, even if the accident happens, I'm over here, so I'll die instead of her dying. But no, everything. It's still exactly. Isn't yes. that crazy? <laughs> it was yeah, man. That was, it was just a crazy montage there. Right? Yes. Yeah. Oh man. So I wonder if we're gonna see absolute points in like other ways in the MCU. You know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. is this just something that's gonna be kind of confined to the fun animated series? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure the discussion is going to be had um, either in Doctor Strange or in No Way Home, just or because maybe Loki. Or, or yeah, Quantumania maybe, even. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's. I feel like this is going to be <laughs> everywhere. A, yeah, discussion had again. Um, I don't know. It's just going to be interesting to see how much this actually like plays. Whether it being like multiversal, referring to like absolute points yeah. in, in the multiverse, or uh, in time, like because I I feel like we're definitely on the multiverse trend. Where mm-hmm. We're heading in that yeah. direction for sure. Um, but how much is time going to play play a factor into the the multiverse? Yeah, and I think it's going to be really interesting to see what these moments are. Like, are, are we going to see it line up with every superhero or villain? You know, uh, what are these moments that are supposedly supposedly immutable, where they're just going to be they, they are constants? You know, is it going to be something like the moment that? that Odin picks up Loki. Is that an immutable moment to where Loki always goes with Odin? You know, is that is that a moment in time that is just, it, it's there, it's going to happen no matter what? You know, because it, that's such a big part of his storyline. I mean, there's all kinds of things that are, you know, where it could be one mo- that came to mind that they'll definitely play, they, they would play with if they, if it is a moment like that, is the moment where, Iron Man becomes Iron Man is the moment where he's where the Humvee is attacked. Like that, they've already kind of shown that if that were a moment, they're going to mess with that moment because you know we've already seen that war war uh, Killmonger, Killmonger is going to 
come and you know mess with that moment. So is that going to be another moment where we're going to see them toying with uh, a, a fixed point in time? Yeah, I'm definitely interested to see like how these rest of these what if episodes uh, play out because I, they're going to definitely mess with uh, fixtures uh, in time. And I don't know, it's going to be interesting to see like how many of the rest of these end in like doom and gloom because <laughs> like yeah. uh, the last two have just kind of just ended with like no resolution. And uh, I'm okay with that with this, yeah. with this series, but if it was like a live action movie, like I would not be okay with it. Yeah. So it's kind of like I want I want both. You want your cake and you want to eat it too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I'm right there with you. I have I I've often thought about like my mind and how maybe maybe it's a little twisted in the sense of like because when I think of moments, like I said, when I think of moments, it's usually making that moment worse for the main characters. But what I find to be more interesting, you know. Um, when I'm when I'm rethinking these moments in time, or I, w- I would love to see like you know if it's a happy moment, like a happy moment for a character who did not have a happy ending before. Yeah, there you know? that's good. I like. That. I'd be all right with. I'd be all right with that that kind of stuff. Even like, I think that's one of the reasons why we enjoyed the um, the Jachal episode as well, is because you got to see these untortured versions versions of like. Nebula and even Thanos, you know, like a significantly less tortured human beings. But um, you know, you got to see the these people who were tortured become untortured. Whereas I think a lot of times you want to see people who generally are not tortured, like in the ending, a little bit tortured. Like we're we're, <laughs> we're a little twisted in that sense of body. Yeah, definitely twisted for sure. But I get what you're saying, and I, I kind of agree with that. To be honest yeah. with you. So a little bit of a change of pace. Yeah. But what did you guys think when, you know, Doctor Strange is absorbing all these beings, and then he, like, pretty much essentially puts on his Mephisto mask? (laughs) I mean, it looked just like Mephisto. Did um, you guys notice that? I'm sure you yeah. noticed that, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it had definitely similarities, for sure. It was It looked cool. It looked mm-hmm. really cool. I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, it turned out Doctor Strange is Mephisto. No, get out of here with that nonsense. <laughs> Mephisto man. confirmed. Yeah. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. Um, there's people, and I've, I've said this too. We might have even talked about it um, last week when we talked about the uh, Spider-Man trailer. But, I mean, what if the Doctor Strange that's in that trailer is already, like, an evil Doctor Strange? Because we've kind of theorized, like, it just seems weird that he would just let Peter do this. Yeah. And maybe he intentionally messes up that spell. You know what I'm saying? So that he has a scapegoat. Hmm. I mean, this just, again, I feel like I'm, I can't wait to see the first time that something from What If directly comes into the uh, um, you know, live action yeah. stuff. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, I remember reading saying, like, there's going to be another, um, another Doctor Strange episode of What If. Um, oh really? So, yeah, that's what I remember reading an article um, earlier on, but uh, I would, it would depend on what that episode does in my for that to affect, in my opinion. Okay, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Any other thoughts on episode number four? Anything else you guys want to share? I mean, I I really enjoyed it. It was you know, it was pretty gut wrenching to watch. You know, some parts of it. You know, like like the the like like we were saying the monologue scene and then like the ending scene. But you just felt like. As you're watching it in your head, you're like, "Well, there's gotta be, there's gotta be something," yeah. and then it just nothing. Credits closes. Credits. Yep. Yeah. It was one of those like uh, cold credits too, man. Where like everything, like you, you, you really do have like a okay. How are they gonna resolve this? And yeah. then all of yeah. a sudden, it just like blanks out. No, it's yeah. over. 
light music plays and then it's over. Yeah. And that you just sit, you kind of sit there for like a minute or so and yeah. you're like, what's, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, and the way the credits go out, it, it's, it's almost like they're like, they're going to have a mid credit, some sort of like tag on to the end. And it's like, oh yeah, this is how it ends. And then it's like, nothing. It opens back <laughs> up. And then you're like, no, there's no, there's nothing else. There's nothing else. <laughs> yeah, I love that feeling. I love when I, I love when a show or a movie can give you that feeling, like yeah. where yeah. you're like, wait, is there more? Like, and and this episode in particular had pretty much all of the stars were coming back to do um, their roles, yeah. yeah, their voices. Yeah. So Benedict Cumberbatch did a great job in this, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! Yeah, him coming back. I mean, even they even got Leslie Bibb to come back for that one quick <laughs> news reporting scene where she announces that. Uh, Christine had died. Yeah. And I was, I was like, huh. Well, we're throwing it all the way back to Iron Man 2, right? <laughs> yeah. Gosh, man. Love it. But yeah, man, I'm excited to see what happens next week. Yeah. And again, we, we never know. Um, I don't know what it's, I mean, I don't know what it, it's, it's never like officially announced. So we are left wondering and pondering the question, <laughs> what if the Royal Geek podcast had some sort of uh, inside information, which we definitely do not. <laughs> we do not. All right, boys. Well, let's wrap this up. It was a shorter episode, but um, we are going to wrap this up because we've got something else to discuss and something else that's going to be on the podcast channel uh, pretty much the same time that you're listening to this one. Uh, We also got to watch Shang-Chi this week um, in The Legend of the Ten Rings, and it was remarkable. So we got to cut this podcast off. Absolutely stunning. Take a little break and come back to discuss that movie and I am so fired up for that. Uh, big shout-out to all of our listeners for tuning in. Thank you so much. We love you all so much. And, um, yeah, you mean the world to us. Please continue to share the podcast with your friends and other Marvel fans and Star Wars fans and all sorts of, you know, fans, other geeks. Um, with all that in mind, for my good friends Justin and Anthony, this is T-Roll saying, th- saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Thank you.